Hello and welcome to the Tamworth FC Social, a podcast all about Tamworth Football Club. Well, it was Tamworth who came out victorious in the top of the table clash at Scunthorpe United and with it moved 12 points clear at the top of the National League North. We'll be looking back at that and the Spenny Moore win, as well as looking ahead to the Lambs' first match of February. If you enjoy our podcast, please do give it a follow and leave us a rating and a review, whatever you are listening. Brett, you were there on Tuesday night at Scunthorpe. Tell us what it was like. It had so many resemblances to a cup tower. We had a great following, you know, 250 Tamworth fans. Obviously, you know, that's slashed in half from what was originally going up on the Saturday before. It was a great atmosphere. You know, the team put in a real hard-fought shift. Uh, I thought Ben Aquai and Matt Curley were absolutely fantastic. Jordan Cunningham Larbert as well played brilliantly. Uh, I just think there were so many individual performances that stood out. The importance of that game to have come away and won that, you know, I don't think we would have done that five, ten years ago. These are the sort of games that in the past would have gone to and would have lost. Is the win all the sweeter, Graham? Because we did have to wait for the game to be played. It was postponed from the other Saturday and you know the, the patience has paid off, I suppose. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, like I said it last week, didn't I? I said it, it was kind of everything was against us a little bit. And the fact that we went into this game on a Tuesday evening, half of the fans that we were meant to be bringing there weren't going to be coming. They've had some of their players, their best players coming back into the fold. Um, it's a Tuesday night. They're full time. We're not. Um, you know, everything that that, you know, that potentially could go against us. And, and I kind of had a feeling that this would this would happen. And it has. And, you know, just echoing what Brett said, what what performance really, you know, it was, I think, I think for me, I think the, the occasion got to Scunthorpe. And um, we just played it like another game and we wanted it more all over the pitch. And we just stuck to our fundamentals that we do every game. Um, we just worked so hard once again, and 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 got and got our rewards. Um, just exceptional performances across the pitch. The defense were were fantastic. Um, I wasn't able to get the atmosphere and take in what what Brett did because I, I only watched it on the on the telly. Um, but you know when when we scored that 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 winning goal, you know you could you could see it. With all the fans and uh, and the players and how much it meant to everybody, it was um, you know it was fantastic. I was just shouting in my living room, but you know that was um, that 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 was that was all all the the atmosphere that I had. But um, yeah, it was yeah what 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 a great victory and all all the sweet that we did that on a on a Tuesday night as well. From from a Scunthorpe point of view, I think it's absolutely disgraceful that a full time team that trains pretty much every day can get out-muscled and outworked by a part-time outfit of players that have worked, been at work all day, it's halfway through the week. They had to put a shift in on Saturday as well. Um, to get out-muscled and outperformed by a team of part-timers when you're full-time, when you have to win, I just think it's dreadful and no wonder the Scunthorpe fans are annoyed about that. It's credit to Tamworth and the way that they play and Andy Peake sets up every game and just the whole mentality and everything and the momentum, 
it all just feeds into this and we you know we we just out we out battle every single team we play at the moment and long may that continue um, you could see kind of glimpses of Scunthorpe as a good football inside you know they were trying to pass it they were trying to trying to play pretty football at times especially in the first half but it was ineffective and as you say Brett they they didn't work as hard as us. They didn't want it as much as us. My only concern is, and I said this yesterday, when it looked like for a while, we needed something else to break them down, especially now Jalis has gone. I mean, obviously, yeah, he was in the stand, but he's not on the pitch. Um, there's no sort of... I mean, this is exactly what Scunthorpe was saying after the game for them. But there's no real lot like, plan B. We've got a couple of players we can bring on to shut up shop and slow it down a little bit. But when we've got to get it back on and move, start moving it forward again, that scene that we played yesterday, you know, we've got Shakun, we've got a quiet, all right, yeah, we had Carl Williams on the bench and Deacon, but there ain't enough there then to go on and really change the game. I think that that could be a problem for the uh, February fixtures we've got. Do you mean... In terms of like a like a flair player, maybe that you you could bring off the bench if you're struggling to break a team down or something like that. Yeah, because I think what we yesterday were screaming out for was it for a while. I mean, obviously the sending off changed the game, but we were obviously we were building momentum and pressure from that point anyway. But I think what it was really missing them was just someone with a, that a little bit more of a gilt edge through the middle. We were great on the wings. I think Aqua was really good at getting in and cutting inside, but. There's very little to sort of link that play up for the final little bit. Um, and I think that could that could end up hurting us. Because there was a stage where I was saying we needed something else going forward. And I didn't really know what we could have done. I mean, it didn't matter because obviously we Creeny popped up with the goal. But I just think if we were chasing it, it remained nil-nil. I don't know, other than continually working and working and working, if it had continued to need something different, I don't know where we would have gone. It's an interesting point, and, and maybe that's the kind of, with Jealous going, that is that that missing link. They've got to find a way of effectively kind of replacing that because everything that you were saying there about going through the middle, linking up the play, that's kind of what he did because he was box-to-box midfielder. So it's interesting that really... How we how we tackle that? The fact that we won that game, we found a way to win that game, shows that we don't necessarily need jealous in my head because we can beat teams without him. We can. Uh, we've got enough about us. It's a not. It's it is maybe a nice to have. We might be wrong when we when we play Alfreton on 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 Saturday, which is going to be a really tough game. I would expect that Andy Peaks has us as a plan almost say if if there was to be an injury or or something like that you would like to think there is a a sort of short list of, of players maybe that they're, they're monitoring to to bring in at short notice or something like that but then again it is you know it's it's worked so far for Tamworth I know they've brought you know the likes of Chris Ray in who who was a short-term loan to to provide cover up front but on the whole, Tamworth's plan A has been pretty good. And I think that the overwhelming 
um, like feedback from opposition fans seems to have been your team is so well drilled, so well organised. I think it was against Warrington, was it? Um, I remember after that on social media, all the opposition fans were just seemed a little bit blown away almost by how good Tamworth were and, and how sort of good as a unit they were. It really is hard to be critical. To me, I'm not being critical. We're just, it's just a, it's just a point to make of like kind of where we see we could improve or where we have a weakness. But really, as we've said, that whole team, because they all know their roles and responsibilities, if one goes out, another one comes in, it, they pick it up. Lyndon Meekle came on last night and I thought he looked solid. Um, I, I kind of prefer him in a, in a way as an option to, to Tom Tonks. I know he, he's got the throws and that's been a kind of a, you know, a kind of key thing that we've, we've used over the last couple of weeks, but I do like Lyndon Meekle. He's, I think he's, there's a bit of a touch of class with him, of, you know, how he, how he moves about the pitch and, um, you know, fairly reliable. So, yeah, it's hard. It's it's hard to criticise. We can't really because of the season we've had, and it's absolutely fantastic. Keen to find out from you both. Where would you say Tuesday's result at Scunthorpe ranks in terms of results this season? Are we are we sort of all agreed it's it's the win of the season? Yeah, I think in terms of yeah, in terms of what was at stake, it's the win of the season. I don't think it's our best performance of the season. I think our best performance of the season was against Warrington. I think we were ex- exceptional. But in terms of what's at stake, yeah, I think and and what that means to us and the rest of the season, yeah, it's massive. It's huge. And it's obviously very difficult to know this until the end of the season, but how big a win or how important a win is the Scunthorpe victory say this decade for instance the 2020s up until last season haven't been great for us so uh, it, it doesn't stack up against a lot but yeah and I, but I think it will go some it, it will take some beating for importance I think it will take some beating to me it's rounded off a fantastic month for us and I remember Brett saying that's the start of the month if we get through this month and we win all those games, we deserve to be where we are. And we've proved it. Like, I almost feel like this whole month is, 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 is kind of like our collection of games is the best we've had for a decade. And the Scunthorpe game was just that one to round it off. And yeah, it's fantastic, really. Um, but we've got 15 games to go. So we've got to draw a line underneath that move on to the next one and keep doing what we're doing. Spoke like Andy Peaks there, Graham. I love it. (laughs) Are there any results that come to mind in terms of, you know, similar magnitudes? We talked about it before we recorded the show, Brett, you were saying maybe the Forest Green win in 2011 in terms of importance. Are, Are there any others? I was just reading that report for that game. And that team was absolutely woeful. Um, so, uh, you know, the fact that we even come away. I mean, that is not even a Conference North 16, never mind Conference National 16. So, um, I think there's that one. 
there's the win against Southport in the title race to the Conference North last time as well. That convenient was a Tuesday night as well. And we ended up playing a lot more games than them towards the end of the season. They were playing, I think, a couple of weeks. They were playing three games a week uh, to catch up. Um, so that was significant as well. I think they're the main two that come to light for me. Any from you, Graham? The last game of last season was significant, really, because of how long we've been in the, the doldrums of that league below, which, you know, arguably, yeah, obviously we've ended up there. We deserve to be there because of, you know, what happened. We got relegated, but we, we, we'd we been there for so long, it was almost like we weren't going to get out. So to me, that was a, a really important game in the kind of the last few years. Um I mean that yeah, that Forest Green game, I remember that quite well. That Jake Sheridan goal was ridiculous. Um but I think, yeah, the, the importance of of what we've done here and where we could be going because of it is is huge. You know, it's probably it is probably our biggest win since we've we've been in the conference, really. Um it does it outdoes that Potentially outdoes that win from last season on the last game of the season. Um, you know, there was Scunthorpe fans saying that this team is that they've got was good enough to be playing in League Two. Big claim, <laughs> but but if that's true, you know, that on on paper they've got they have got a good squad and they're paying those players well and they're full time and we've beaten them and gone to their place under pressure with everything. You know, the odds stacked against us and we we've. And we've we've done the job, but rightly so. We're top of the league. We were top, you know, we're top of the league by nine points. We're now top of the league by twelve points. I don't think the odds were stats against us, though. I, I think you know we we were top, but they had the home advantage, and obviously they were full time. But I think I don't I, I don't think it would have shocked many people who don't know the history of Scunthorpe. I think a lot of people would have looked at that if they didn't know and thought, oh well, tops beat second. Well, yeah, that's in that sense, yeah. I think, but they they were adamantly. Pretty confident that they they would because it was on a Tuesday night and things had kind of gone in their favour with getting players back, etc. They thought, yeah, well, well, you know, we're feeling pretty confident. It's only about a month or so ago when you both made your end of season predictions. So do go and, and check that episode out if you haven't already. But wondering now, do either of you think Tamworth? won't win the league from this position. Brett, do you want to answer first? What I will say is I think Scunthorpe will win the playoffs. Very cryptic. What about you, Graham? That was a bit of a mic drop moment from, from Brett there. It's hard for me to say, but I think we are, yeah, I think we will win the league. I think we will win the league. Um, but I don't think Scunthorpe will win the playoffs. I think they'll bowl it. It's too much pressure on them. It seems like quite a long time ago now, but Tamworth did beat Spennymore 2-0 at home on Saturday. How important, Graham, was that victory? Yeah, it was important, uh, especially after we we picked up that draw 0-0 against Boston. Um, good to get back to winning ways. I'll say, I wouldn't say potential banana skin because I, I felt pretty confident going into that game that we we come away with three points. Um Sounds like it was pretty comfortable. We dominated throughout. Um, obviously, out of the game. Um, I haven't seen any highlights either. But um, other than what, other than what they posted on Twitter, um, but it, 
it definitely sounded like we um we're pretty dominant to be to be perfectly honest and so we should be um the have really really poor form spending more um and that set us up nicely for the for the scumfort game just kept that you know gave us that winning momentum back again after that nil nil draw against Boston it was important because like I said last week it was important because we needed that to set ourselves up for the scumfort game you know have we having had the negative news about Jellis after everyone all of a sudden just deciding that we were rubbish because we drew 0-0 with Boston in Gale Force wins. Um, we needed that just to sort of put everyone's uh, mind back on where it should be. And then we went there, played up, got the win. And now it's, uh, I don't even know how many games that isn't beaten now. Is it 10? I think it's 10, actually. I think the club shared it earlier. What's more amazing to me is that we haven't conceded a goal. I cannot... That is just brilliant. That's some go in that. Winning is one thing, but to not concede a goal. I can't remember. It's the second minute of that rush all away game in the last game. Ah. Rush all. Wow. Yeah. Next up for Tamworth, then, is Alverton Town away. Um... Alfreton are ninth in the National League North, just the one point off the playoffs. They've got games in hand on the teams around them, so there'll be a big incentive for them to get a win against Tamworth. And they are the third highest goal scorers in the league, so obviously a threat going forward. Is this, Brett, one of the trickier away games Tamworth could begin February with? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I can't really remember. I think maybe once going there and beating them. It's quite a hard place to go to it's a sort of on the back of a housing estate feels really open as well even though it's not uh, and obviously they beat us as well at the start of the season so I, we'll beat them I, I mean we'll beat we'll beat anyone now so um, we'll definitely beat them but I think it could be could be tough after obviously a, a, a hard fought win on, on Tuesday thoughts Graham yeah, a bit of an unpredictable one, this. Um, as you say, they've scored a lot of goals. They've scored 50, 50 goals and we've scored 56 goals. Scumfork scored 56 goals. So they have scored a lot of goals, but they also concede a lot of goals. And I noticed they've been in quite a few high-scoring games recently. So, you know, we're at threat of maybe conceding a goal uh, or two. Um, and we have to, you know, maybe we have to, it's kind of one of them where we have to outscore them. I think we will win, but it's going to be tough yeah a bit hard to predict this one but I think there'll be quite I think there'll be goals in it I've heard quite a few other managers in the league say that Alfreton going to be going to be kind of up there in the playoffs so it's a bit of slightly false position where they're at the moment and that's probably due to those games in hand um, and so that's what makes me I'm a bit it's a bit more unpredictable of what I think the result is going to be of this or how it's going to go about I just think this is probably a a bigger threat to our kind of yeah conceding a goal, um, but I still think we we're doing what we're doing. We we can go. We'll go there and we'll get a, we'll get a win. I feel a little bit like I'm less confident about this game than I was ahead of Scunthorpe, and I I'm probably basing that more just on it's the the stereotypical game after your huge 
game. And I, I don't know. I think it really could be any result here, and I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, you, you've always got that fear of like we 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 lose this game and then Scunthorpe win, and it's sort of everything the tides turn. But I, I, I trust in Andy Peaks to, to keep the players on the ground and just it's just another game we do we do the job that we we've got to do. I'd take a draw. I think we could beat. I, I, I think we'll beat them, but I'd take a draw. Um, after Tuesday, I'll take a draw, and then another training session then in the week, and then we'll back to winning ways after that. Time for our predictions. Then a reminder: in our predictions mini league, you get one point for the correct result and three for getting the scoreline exactly correct. So it was a double predictions uh, episode last time. For the Spenny Moore game, Brett, you predicted a 1-0 win for Tamworth. Graham, though, you got the final score correct. It was 2-0. And meanwhile, for the Scunthorpe game, you both predicted a Tamworth win. But Graham, it's double delight for you this week. As you correctly predicted a 1-0 win for the Lambs, Brett, I'm afraid you said 2-1, which means a change at the summit of our predictions league. Brett, you have been in the lead since we started the podcast and Graham's reeled you in with a quite stupendous set of predictions uh, this time. So, Graham, your two correct scoreline predictions means you get a total of six points, which moves you to 16 points in the overall, which shows just how quite a a sort of average season you were having uh, until now. Brett, you get a point apiece for your two correct results, which moves you up to 14 points. So still very, uh, very tight at the top of our little predictions league with uh, Graham on 16 and Brett on 14. So I'll let you go first, Brett. What is your scoreline prediction for Alberton away? 2-1 to Tamworth. Graham? I'm going to go Alfreton to Tamworth 3. What a fantastic week we've had. Andy Peaks has got another manager of the week award I believe um, we've got two players in the in the team of the week uh, for the National League well, that was brilliant and we just keep going if there's anyone who listens to this it just has a passing interest in the club if you live in Tamworth and you listen to this go down and watch them at the next home game because this is this is the cusp now of the club doing something really special this is a fantastic team and this is a togetherness that the only thing I can I can put anything similar to is like when we went up to the conference the first time. So this is the time now to go and enjoy this team for what it is. We'll leave it there for this episode of the Tamworth FC Social Podcast. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on social media at TSC Social Pod. If you've enjoyed this episode, please do give the podcast a follow. Leave us a rating and review wherever you are listening. Until next time, goodbye. Goodbye.